Welcome to The Connection, a podcast to connect you to the parish of Yate. My name's Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you the good news of the parish and to enable you to grow outside of the walls of the church building. Okay, so on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about hospitality. And during the episode, we've got a recording from a coffee morning at St. James. That's right. Yeah, so we, we went out to St. James, a lovely place. It's a very beautiful village just outside Yate in Westerly. Yeah. So we went to their coffee morning. So, Justin, what's the worst cup of coffee you've ever had? The worst cup of coffee I've ever had. It, it's got to be one of those... Ones you find on the on on the motorway when you're driving along, and it's the the greasy spoon kind of porter cap, and it, it's been a long drive, and me and my wife are, are going along, and we're desperate for a cup of tea, and we see this this kind of porter cabin on wheels, and we're like, you know what? Let's just get a coffee, and uh, well, I I don't think I could possibly say how awful it was. We should have gone the extra further and spent the extra money on the Costa or the Starbucks, but you know, you thought local chap will buy a coffee from him but it clearly it wasn't worth i went to a certain organization which wasn't a church okay. okay and there was a little tent in this organization and i paid three pound for a cup of coffee three pounds three pounds so i was desperate and as i looked as the lady turned around in this tent I realised it was Maxwell House. Maxwell House. Uh, Maxwell House, which the I finest, the finest sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> I went three pound for Maxwell House. <laughs> so, so today we're talking about uh, Sir James's coffee morning and some audio that we recorded there a few weeks ago. We're here now at St James's Church in Westerly, which is a village just outside Yate. When you when I first come here, I thought it was like a kind of ultimate village church or village, English village. If you had a picture in your head of an English village with a church and a green outside and all that, and it was in July, it was, it was really lovely, really. So it's a, it's a very picturesque place, is Westerly. It's the opposite of where I'm from. So it's quite nice. Were you at the coffee morning? So how often do we have the coffee morning then at St. James's? Every week, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. And how long has it been going for? Back in Keith Jones's time. Right, so that must be how many years? Right. How many years? 30 years ago. I thought you said you weren't going to say yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> you, said, you said, I'm not saying First anything. Thing you said, it's about 30 years. When I first came here, and I've been here 20 odd years. So it must be about 30 years. Then, yes. 20 years ago, he was just finished. So it's been a long time yeah. then. Yeah. So why do you guys think it's important then? as St. James' Coffee Morning Gang? I think it brings people together. It's an opportunity for people who are new to the village. They want to pop in. Um, and because we have, then you can keep an eye on them. If they don't turn up for a week or two, you can check and see yeah. if they're all right. When I retired, it was the first thing I did because I thought it would get me back in touch with everyone in the village. It was a, a way to start getting back involved with the village that I hadn't had time for. So you, what you're saying then, it, it's a way of building a community and a group of people who look after each other in a kind of informal yeah. way. And you don't have to be a regular member of the church to come. That's what we try and get across, that coming to the coffee morning doesn't mean you have to go to church every week as well. It's a social part of the village. It's just a way of people getting together and 
so they're not lonely or they have somewhere to go and then they've got people they can turn to to ask for advice or just find out what's going on in the village. It's, that's why it's important. So it's a kind of hub for information about what's going mm. on. Yeah. Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah, and as well it's to do with helping, helping people help each other yeah. in a kind of friendly village sort of, sort of way. Yeah, it's what we would call, it's very similar to what we used to do back home in the valley. It's kind of looking after each other because you knew each other. Because hmm. if you know somebody, you can look after them better and you have a proper relationship with them, don't you? Like you know yeah. them. I also, I also feel that it gives us an opportunity to reflect on the service on Sunday. This morning was a prime example of the baptism we had here on Sunday because it was so different and... We'd never experienced anything like that before. But not, not just the baptism, but most Sundays. Most of us are here today that are in church on Sunday. And we often reflect what happened. The uh, sermon and... Uh, you had that except... funny bloke here on Sunday, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that weird bloke. No, he yeah. died the other night. That was Ken Dodd. <laughs> <laughs> Ken John, I was saying, speaking in the God rest God rest his soul. Yeah. His soul is faithfully departed. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it's an opportunity to chat about what happened on Sunday place, as well. Yeah. yeah. I say, but yeah. I think from it stems the other wonderful events you do. You know, for instance, this Saturday we've got the coffee morning here. The Lent lunch. Yeah, sorry, the Lent lunch. And then you have um, Valentine's and, Day, uh, you have Christmas, and, and it brings the community together. They come in, and it's quite a good hub. It's right. an extended coffee morning, as it, as it were. Yeah, mm. so it's to do with building from, the, from something as simple as a coffee morning. You can actually build bigger things like the summer fairs, summer fairs and the Valentine thing that you did and all the rest of it. And the pet service. And the pet service, <laughs> yes. I will be at the pet service, I'm sure. You are. All right, yeah, okay. I believe you're bringing a couple of pit ponies, is that right? Oh, pit ponies? <laughs> <laughs> I know about pit ponies. Yeah, I know about that. Well, I've, got, I've, got, I've got two cats. I've got, I've got oh, Han. Oh, I've got Han and Chewy. But they're quite, they're quite feisty chewy. sometimes, you know. And I've got some fish. So I've got all the fish in the tank. I've got the name beginning with J. So they're called the J Gang. I can't remember. There's about six of them. I can't remember what they're all called. But there we are. Not bringing the fish tank, though. I'll get done. Uh, so, yeah. So you say in this opportunity as well to think about what you did on Sunday and as well it, it's open to everybody, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So it's not uh, it's important it's not to just, just people yeah, come to it, church, yeah. So uh, part of what the, the podcast is about is called um, We're Not Like Christians. That's part of what it's called. And people have this idea that, you know, um, it's an uh, an elite sort of exclusive club. No. You no. know. And we're saying that in the coffee morning it Anybody can come, it don't matter. You know, anybody can talk on it, even if they don't want to, innit? Right. Yeah. Oh, she's not saying anything now. She's <laughs> not saying anything now. Well, I, I don't come to church regularly, but I was made very welcome when I came back to the coffee morning. And, um, you know, I've really appreciated it. And now you're the one that does come. And now you want it. Runs it. Runs it. Good job. Yeah. Sheila's and she does a good job too with Sheila. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's the thing. Is it is um, part of what the essence of what Christianity is about is about hospitality, 
and uh, being hospitable to each other and being welcoming to everybody who comes in. And I think that in little ways like this, we, we, we build that up. And I think that there is, there is no barrier to, to enter the church. So anybody, anybody can come in. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And I think on Sunday, we had the MP here for the, the christening, didn't we? And, and I shook his hand at the peace, didn't I? Peace be with you, uh, which is interesting coming from South Wales. Yeah. What, what I find quite amazing was the way in which the MP has exactly the same christening as anybody else would have. Yeah, and he, and fair not. play to him, you know, I'm, as a Welsh Valley boy, I will say, fair play to him, he went through exactly the same process as anybody else did and, and he, he was completely fine with it. And I thought that yeah. was quite good. And yeah. that's yeah. the essence of Christianity. Yeah. Why should he be any different? Because, I mean, we are all equal, surely. I mean, you know, we're all different, but we're all coming from the same place. We're all in the image of God. We're all yeah. the same. Mm. That's yeah. right. So we're all equal yeah. of equal value. Okay. So yes. we're all different. Yeah. And it's the differences that make it interesting, isn't of it? Of course. You know. And that's why the coffee morning is also a good laugh, because we do have a good giggle. I mean, I'm not from Westerly, but, but uh, I love it, because they accept me. You know, I don't have to have a passport to come no. in here. <laughs> no. I don't know, William, we're thinking of banning you soon. You know? well, yeah, right. because the chocolate biscuits go down. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm not, uh, yeah, that's, that's the other thing. <coughs> you do have some nice uh, chocolate biscuits. So... Thanks a lot for uh, having a chat with us, even if you said you weren't going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 I've forgotten your name now. Sheila. 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 Sheila said she wasn't going to say anything uh, before we started. So thanks a lot for talking to us. Go out on, on our podcast. It's brilliant. So welcome back. And, and that was a fantastic piece of audio that Howell managed to capture at St. James's Church Coffee Morning. Some great characters coming across that audio. I think within the first few minutes of the audio, I, I was chuckling about the length of time the coffee mornings have been going on related to the life of someone. Uh, it was amazing. It was great. But um, well done, Howell. That was really good. How, how did you, how was that experience for you? It was quite interesting because it, the best bit was where somebody said, Oh, I'll come down there, but I'm not going to say anything. Uh, and then the first, she was the first person to speak. <laughs> I think that the theme of the conversation was about hospitality, uh, and I think it's nice for everyone in the parish to appreciate that these things do go on behind not closed doors, but they happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, if you are a regular to St Nick's or to uh, St Mary's, knowing that part of our parish has this coffee morning at St James, and let's be honest. You set a lovely scene of an idealistic church on a village green. But let's be honest, it's incredibly isolated out there at times. And from what I got is that coffee morning was a cornerstone to the community. People came together. We opened our doors to let people come in and share their stories. Yeah, I, I think one of the biggest problems we have in our society is one of isolation. Yeah. And I think that um, not across all age groups, really... And I think what the coffee morning does, it, it, it's a lifeline really to those who are feeling a bit lonely yeah. and feeling a bit isolated. Yeah. And one of the, the best things that was said was, is because they know each other, yeah. that when somebody isn't at the coffee morning on a Wednesday morning, yeah. they'll actually go and find out why. Yeah, yeah. That's good, isn't it? Because they know people. Yeah. Because you know people, you know, and that's great. And, and the one bit I love from it, which I know that I'm a big fan of, that... Church isn't all about the Sunday morning service. 
it it's about just having that community uh, and i would easily argue that that coffee morning is church it's about being together and, and and spending time together yeah it's when i was at the monastery uh, we had this big thing that uh, there are two tables mm. the table of the communion yeah and the table of the community okay yeah and the idea was that that what you do in church in the table of communion informs what you do in the community yeah so the two are just as important as each other yeah and the, the communion table energizes yeah transforming the community oh that's fantastic isn't it so well i didn't think of that i was a bunch of monks but so but was... still but still <laughs> well they're the <laughs> experts it stuck with me that's you know and that's good and i loved hearing the bit about where people because i've been there before on a, on a service and i've listened to the sermon and it's presented me questions things i wanted to reflect on and build on but you kind of have to wait till sunday to then revisit those things by which time they fizzled out but the coffee morning allowed an opportunity to go wow we learned this on sunday what what was that all about and, and it allowed them to unpack it and talk about it a bit further yeah that was and i thought you know that just proves that people do listen you know sometimes yeah. it's because we think oh no one listens to me yeah but yeah they do and that was I, lovely it was good it was quite encouraging and uh, they enjoyed me ribbing the local mp a bit uh, <laughs> <laughs> which was quite but what what happens for people who didn't know is oh, i said in the in the audio that i baptized the um mp's son because i'm from south wales i'm not obviously a, a natural fan of conservative MPs, <laughs> put it that way, growing up in the 1980s in South Wales. Yeah. I thought the best part of that service and the thing that came through when they were talking about it in the coffee morning yeah. was that we shared the peace together. Okay, yeah. And showing that we can love each other yeah. because we're different. Yeah. It doesn't matter that we don't agree in that mm. sort of sense. We can still be friends. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And that's, uh, and that's very symbolic, isn't it? And very um, very important in these times for politics and religion to find that peace. I think that's very important. Yeah, because you can be peaceful with each other. Yeah. And I thought that was something that they, they enjoyed as well and they were talking about that a bit. And I think... The other thing they did say, which I thought was really critical, is that in that informal atmosphere, they were able to think about how they could serve their community better. Okay. When they were saying about how other things yep. had come out of the coffee morning, other initiatives and other ways of serving each other. That's fantastic, isn't it? And in such a small community of Westerly, I think that's really important to allow that community to grow. And that clearly, that coffee morning provides the kind of fertiliser for the little seedlings to start to grow and to be nurtured. And like you said, other things have clearly come from that mm. that aren't directly the parish's influence or responsibility, let's say, mm. but actually have grown from that and as a community have worked together. So fantastic. Thank you, St James, for letting us coming along to record some of that audio at your coffee morning. Yeah, that was really good. Oh, we all enjoyed that. Even the chocolate biscuits. As oh, as, and the chocolate biscuits. Woolly Woolly's left, chocolate biscuits, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, yeah. <laughs> it, was great. it was great to hear his voice. We see Woolly everywhere, and it was nice that he suddenly appeared <laughs> in the audio. <laughs> you can't have anything in Yate Palace without Woolly popping up, can you? Let's be honest. He is a cornerstone to the parish. But yes, once again, thank you very much for St James Church for inviting us along to uh, record some audio. A great coffee morning, um, and we'll put some information in our podcast about how you can get involved in taking part in the coffee morning in the future. Okay, so we were at 
sunburst this morning and at sunburst they've been talking about the story of abraham haven't they they have a really interesting story it's got a personal affiliation to me because my son is called isaac and so <laughs> the minute his name was mentioned in the service it's like what is he talking about me uh, and it was quite nice for me to the story itself allowed me to reinforce the kind of meaning behind his name but we can talk about that a bit later yeah he's not my son when he's called andrew and okay. every time in the gospel someone says and then philip went to speak to andrew my son always goes did he? Oh, yeah, great. That's me. Yeah, oh, that's Andrew. He's the best of hustle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the story of Abraham, today we've been talking about hospitality, isn't it, in St. James? Yeah. And there's a wonderful story from the story of Abraham, and we'll put the... the I can't remember where it is now. I'm such a rubbish vicar. It's, <laughs> it's around about sort of 15, 16, 17 chapters chapter 16 17 in in genesis something like that we'll, we'll, we'll have a look okay we'll put it in the show notes i yeah, forgot yeah and what <laughs> happens is is abraham can't have any kids okay with sarah yeah. and they're at the bottom of society yeah because if you are what was known in those days as a barren woman you yeah. are right right at the bottom yeah. of society and because nobody could look after you when you were old and she's desperate to have children, and she's past the menopause, Yeah. right? She's past the menopause, so she knows she's never, ever going to have children now, and she's going to grow old. Nobody's going to look after her. It's going to be really bad, because children were the kind of welfare state then mm. who would look after you. So Abraham's in, in his tent, Yeah. right? And what happens is these three blokes turn up. They just look like ordinary blokes. Abraham is exuberantly hospitable to him okay so he tells him to to come into his tent and he tells uh sarah to go and make some bread for them and then they go and they go and get to kill a calf and they all have a big meal and they're wow. really hospitable yeah. right so it's not just a little bit of hospitality yeah. it's kind of like big hospitality and, right? and from, um, i think as characters from what i can get from the story they, they were generally lovely people weren't they you, yeah you know, you know and very accepted that they weren't going to have children. They kind of got to that bit of their life that they probably reflected and said, ain't going to happen. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and here we are greeted by three strangers and now they're having a bit of a mini party going on. That's right. And, and the other thing is, a couple of chapters before, yeah. God's already made a promise to Abraham yeah. that he's going to give him as many children as the stars in the heavens. Yeah. And Abraham's sort of gone, yeah, right, okay, yeah, right, yeah. right, whatever. Okay, fine, right. And... What happens is after this this party that goes on this 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 hospitality, is the angels say to Abraham, your wife Sarah is going to have a child and you're going to have as more children than the stars of the heavens, right? Wow. And Sarah. And, and let's be honest, it, there's no light pollution now. So if you if you looked at the sky <laughs> at this point, you would think that's a lot of stars. Oh yeah. That is a lot of stars up there. Yeah, because it's only when you go somewhere where there's, you know, out, out the town, like if you've got Brecon or something, or you go yeah. down to Devon, and you look up and it's like, wow. wow. Yes. Yeah. So this is what they're being promised here. Yeah, it's billions. You can measure it by looking at the stars in the sky. That's astonishing. And, he, and he, So it's not a little promise he's no. given to Abraham. No. It's like a massively over-the-top promise, yeah. isn't it, right? So because he's been given this massively over-the-top promise in response to Abraham's massively over-the-top hospitality, Sarah's round the corner and she's you, you again, you know, so she's having a a listen. Mm. And she just goes, 
the Hebrew is brilliant for this because the Hebrew actually means it doesn't mean that she laughs at it. She goes, oh, yeah, right, and laughs in that way. So it's okay. like, all oh, right, yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm going to have a child, whatever, yeah. ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. And then the the guys, the, the three guys, go up to Sarah and say, you laughed. And she says, no, I didn't. I didn't laugh. And they go, yeah, you did. You laughed. So that's why you're going to call your son Isaac, which means... To laugh. To laugh, ha-ha. <laughs> so the, it's funny, when the central characters at the beginning of the Bible is there yeah. with a name reminding us that people don't always uh, believe God's promises because they're too over the top. Yeah. And they laughed at it. That's astonishing, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, let's be absolutely honest, to put it into modern-day context, I mean, you're all being told long after menopause that you're going to have a child. And the promises that are coming from the Almighty that you're going to have this child and in relation to numbers, in relation to the stars, you're going to, you're going to have a bit of a chuckle. You're not going to believe that. No. That is the ultimate miracle when they've been waiting for so long, in fact, a lifetime to have a child of their own and, and they've not been able to. And then suddenly here you are as they're getting on in age, they're, they're having this party, they've made great bread, they've, they're, they're feasting and then... To be told this, you are going to laugh. And the brilliant thing about it, it's it, we often think that God gives miracles to people who are good or the best or all these sorts of other things. But when you actually read the Bible, God's promises always go to people who don't believe him, yeah. who are a bit rubbish yeah. or are very rubbish mm. or they're, they're not. They're just ordinary people who respond to these things yeah. in the yeah. way that we would. Yeah. Christianity isn't about being elitist, is it? It's not being the best of the best. It's about learning lessons. And the biggest lessons that have been ever learned is from the people that have not quite made the right decisions in life. And, of course, the Bible is full of those miracles and those good news stories to people that didn't live in a life that was maybe seen as a standard Christian. Who lived, yeah. You know? You know? Yeah, because they're not, the thing is with the Bible, there's nobody in it that's like a Christian. Yeah. They're not like the way people imagine or are told Christians are. Yeah. The, the heroes of the Bible are the ones that laugh at God's promises and then have to call their kids laughter, laughter. to remind them that they yeah. laughed at the promise. Eternal laughter. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going <laughs> to hurt. <laughs> so I think in St. James's, what they're doing in their coffee morning is carrying on that tradition of exuberant yeah. um, hospitality. Yes. And that's one of the central core values or core themes of of the Bible and Christianity is hospitality. Hospitality. There's nothing which is worse that you can do in the Old Testament than be inhospitable. Yes. There's That's a lot the, there's a lot to be said for a cup of tea and a chocolate biscuit. There is. You know, yeah, there's a there lot is. to be said that. I mean, you know, from mental health support to just feeling part of a community around a cup of tea and a chocolate biscuit. That, that is and those it, three guys as well were angels. Yes. That's the thing. So that is it. That's the thing about entertaining angels. And the thing is, you don't know. Like, if you open the door, you don't know who's going to come in. No. And what we are seeing, especially as you mentioned from a mental health point mm -hmm. of view, is people are craving human contact. Yeah. And us in our society, we've forgotten that. Yeah. And chaos is ensuing because of that. The, the glue, things like St. St. James, are the, the glue that holds that community together. Yeah. Little think, things like that. Absolutely. 
you're totally right. Now more than ever in a modern day society, the story of Abraham, the opening the doors and allowing people to to have that contact is so essential. And we as a church community are integral to ensure that does occur. Yes, yeah, one thing that we've got to get right, I suppose. We yeah. do try, we have a goal. Yeah, no, that's great. So that's the end of this week's episode. I hope you found the content really useful, very thought-provoking. It certainly uh, was very helpful for myself. Uh, so how, um, what's coming up, what news? Well, the big thing that's happening in the church over the next few weeks really is the Thy Kingdom Come initiative, which is a national prayer initiative which is happening in Ascension Tide, which is uh, at the end of May this year. It's around the middle of, well, middle of May, towards the end of May. Okay. It's uh, 40 days after Easter. That's okay. always I remember. It's always on a Thursday. Okay. So we're, between Ascension Day and Pentecost, which is just over a week, yeah. we're having an initiative of prayer across the parish and across the country and across the world, really. Okay. So that's what's the big thing that we're, we're looking forward to at the moment. Last year in Market Drayton, a shout out to the listeners in Market Drayton, I'm sure they, they will be one or two. Uh, we did the Dove from Above, where people went around collecting doves. Okay. Knitted doves. Knitted doves. There's a whole thought of people snatching doves off cots, you know. No, 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 it wasn't like that. They were, they were all knitted. <laughs> oh, we okay. put them all over the town. Ah, the dove from above. Dove from above. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, there we are. So, uh, listeners listening out in the future episode, we'll cover that and see how you guys can get connected into this scheme that's coming up for a week of prayer. We hope you've enjoyed this week's show. There's more content to follow. And you can find out more by going to yateparish.org.uk. As a podcast, you can also find us on iTunes and within SoundCloud. And as every week goes by, more podcast platforms will pick up the connection. So you can be the first to listen to the new edition of The Connection. Thank you for listening and we look forward to hearing from you in the near future. The way to communicate with us can easily be found on our website, yateparish.org.uk. God bless.